Thanks for downloading this official Munster Rugby podcast. For more, go to munsterrugby.ie or subscribe to Munster Rugby on SoundCloud or iTunes. Hello and welcome to this month's episode of the Crooked Feed podcast. Our special guest this month is Munster hooker Kevin O'Byrne. So I suppose your pathway to making your Munster debut, you were in Perez mm. and Hewitt College. So when did you first start playing rugby? I started playing rugby in, in Prez because all my friends were playing rugby, basically. I didn't really have much interest. <laughs> I was more of a Gaelic football and kind of soccer kind of guy until I went to Prez. And then I started playing a bit of rugby in there. And I played up until Junior Cup, played Junior Cup in Prez. I was playing, uh, I was playing hooker, sorry. I was a loose head for the first place, but... Uh, and then I went to, I wanted to play back row and uh, kind of looking there was like, you know, Pete was in the year ahead of me, like, and, uh, and Boyan O'Hara, like, and these fellas were big deals, like, so I was like, I'm probably not going to get a, a decent run out here. So, uh, yeah, I went to Hewitt then, I left, I went to Hewitt, I went to go to Hewitt then, I went out to Highfield and uh, played back row in Highfield then. So that was, I went out to Highfield under 16s, so played under 16s, won a Munster, Munster League and Munster Cup with them and then. One in Ireland under 18 with them, like so. It was good. I, I was delighted with it. It's some going there getting into the um, Prez Junior Cup team, considering you'd only just taken it up at the age of 12. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I just used to go out and enjoy myself and then kind of see what happened. Like, and I was still playing football and, and not so much soccer. I used to play soccer in school, right? To get out of, get out of class, right? The, 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 the thing that the vice principal now, or the principal now, was in charge of the soccer team, and he, I used to kind of, I would go and go, like, so it was granted, like, a few hours off school every week, like. So, when did rugby kind of become a big part of your life? Uh, okay, I suppose rugby became a main sport at under-18s, yeah, so uh, that was kind of, I was, you know, Irish youth camps and, and Munster youths and stuff like that, but I was still playing football, and there was kind of, you know, Cork football things and going on and whatnot, and then I kind of had to make a decision, because... You'd be training for Highfield and St Michael's and Cork, you know, Cork Minor trial kind of jobs and and Munster Youths and everybody wants not everybody wants you, but you got to go to all these sessions and you're just kind of you're not doing it right. So I just had to make a decision and I, I just said I'd I'd go with the rugby because I suppose the football. I don't know. I I don't know why I picked the rugby to be honest. I think when I moved to Highfield, I kind of got a new a new surge for rugby. I think I I just enjoyed it a bit a bit more because. Um, I suppose it was very serious at a young age in school and I, got, I was more into the football and then when I went to Highfield I could enjoy them both equally and then that's when I kind of got a love for rugby over over the football because it was less serious like I don't know that's unusual but that's the way it was like So uh, after winning all around you with uh, Highfield and under 18s yeah. uh, where did it go from there? Uh, so when I went to college then I went into UCC um, I played under 20 with UCC and we won in all Ireland under 20 with UCC then as well um, uh, Johnny Holland would have played in that way with me in UCC as well, and uh, yeah, so then played with a, a year or two senior at UCC as well, and then uh, I was in the sub academy at Munster, and I didn't get a didn't get a contract then at, around that time, so that was when uh, I went to, I went to Connacht then to the to the Connacht Academy. Was it a big blow missing out on the Munster Academy? Did you kind of did it knock you back a bit, or was it just? move on and go somewhere else yeah I was obviously I was, like, I was gutted I was, I was very upset you're still young like you know and, and it's kind of uh, you, go, you go through the you know Munster 18s 19s 20s and you're, you're just hanging out you're hoping that you're going to get into the academy it's, it's the be all and end all when you're that age like so 
Um, I was gutted, but then I was delighted. Then the Connacht uh, that ga- Connacht gave me the opportunity, like, and, and I went up there and I got to play two years of B and I Cup. That if probably if I was in the academy here, I probably mightn't have gotten to do. So um, it was a great experience like that, and, and I loved my time up there as well. Yeah, you enjoyed your two years in Galway. Yeah, Galway it was a great town. Uh, I was living with Finley Bealham, uh, Alton Delan, Kieran Marmion, and uh, a lad called Dave Panter. So yeah, three out of the five became international. <laughs> so at the end of the, the two years, I had a chat with there was Dan McFarland and and uh, Nigel Carroll at the time, and I suppose at that point I'd been in kind of the academy system for because sub academy and in, in Munster, and then two years in Connacht for kind of three years, and I was around twenty twenty one, and uh, I just said, look, is there a chance of me get maybe getting development contract or whatever? And they were kind of unsure, and then it kind of went. They kind of said, no, maybe not this year. Like, and I said, okay, look. Uh, uh, we just came to an agreement that I could, that I could leave. Like so, yeah. um, then I went to Australia. So I went over to to Perth and played with a club called uh, Wanneroo. They play in the the Premiership in in Perth. Um, I just said that I, I could, there was other things I could have done in, in the UK and whatnot. But I just said, you know what, I'll, I'll do something different and and maybe get out of the system. Like you've been in a system, if you want to call it that, from the age of kind of. 15, you know, with the cadets and under 18, or youths and 19s, 20s, academy, sub academy, academy, maybe just break the rut and went to Perth, and uh, that was a great experience. It was, I played my first game, came out with sunburnt lips, nose, I was destroyed. They were the biggest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I played a season over there, and then uh, I was going to stay, but I, I came home, so. Uh, I think cause I, at this point now I didn't I kind of I did biochem in UCC for did first year twice <laughs> uh, when I was playing over in UCC and then I went to Connacht and I did a FETAC course and then I took up uh, the Satanta College degree oh, yeah. strength and conditioning and I was about a year into that so I was kind of four years into college and had nothing to show for at this stage like so my my dad kind of reassessed my life for me <laughs> told me to come home and maybe start studying a bit so I came home and I went to LIT and uh, went to the full-time sport, uh, sports and English degree and started playing for, for UL. So, uh, yeah, that was four years ago. I finished that degree last year. Did you go to Australia by yourself? Went to Australia by myself, yeah. My girlfriend came out a couple of months after. Uh, she obviously had to finish the year in college and whatnot. Yeah. So I left for Perth in May. Yeah, so I, I had the, the chat and connect, whatever, about that I, that I could leave and all this was kind of done just after Christmas. So I, I stayed until uh, the end of April, came home for a while and then went to, to Perth, yeah. I had a couple of cousins out there and stuff like that because obviously it's full of Irish, but uh, I stayed with them for a couple of weeks and then kind of set up my, set up my own little place and I was working in a, a gym out there and, and train, uh, playing for Wanneroo. Did it all work out perfectly or were there ever times when you were over there thinking... Jeez, I could I could still be in the Connacht Academy. Yeah, I suppose like work out. I didn't really have any expectations of it. It was kind of a break for me. Not not that I was giving up on rugby as a such. I was I suppose I was using rugby now for for something else. It was going to give me a bit of life experience. I was going to go away. I was getting a bit of experience in in gym working and and uh, I suppose life experience living on the other side of the world on my own. Like so, that's kind of what I was taking from it from it then. And then and then when I came home, I suppose I was I was using rugby as kind of a, a way of getting, into, you know, getting back into college and, and this kind of stuff and playing with you well in LIT like that helped me out a lot but that's kind of the way I was I was looking at rugby it, was, it wasn't so much as a I wasn't hunting down the professional the professionalism anymore I just kind of taken a step back from it and was just enjoying it for the for the game okay so how did you get back involved then with Munster 
was playing for Bowes and I was playing for Bowes and once we were playing Connacht in an, in an A game Connacht actually asked me to, to play the game and I kind of said no look uh, I won't kind of, I'm finished with it or whatever thanks a million all the same uh, part of me was going to and then I said I'd leave it off and then um, Munster asked me to play the exact same game so I kind of hung up one phone call and picked up another one <laughs> from uh, from Axel asking me to play the A game and I said you know what sure I will Do you know because I knew a lot of the lads on the Munster A team and I kind of talked to my dad and he said well hang on go out and play it enjoy it if nothing else you'll get, get to play against your old club and I was like yeah do you know what fuck it I will so yeah we went up played in the sports ground and uh, we won I played pretty well and whatever and uh, Axel kind of said he'd be on to me and I didn't really hear any more of it I, I was kind of in and out of training because they were uh, Varys was struggling with an injury at the time so they kind of needed a hooker uh, a training and stuff like that and so I was in and out of training. Yeah, they actually signed it. They signed another uh, Kiwi hooker that oh, year, Quinton McDonald. Yeah, he signed. So then I was just back playing for Bowes and I was going well. And then he asked at the end of that season, it was Rob Penny was involved. And he kind of said, yeah, look, thanks a for for helping us out. And that was grand. Um, then July or June, end of June rolls around and I'm on my way home from work. <laughs> I was working in the hotel in, in Foda in Cork. And uh, my phone pops up Anthony Foley and he asks me, I found a club. And it's like, I didn't know I was looking for him, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he, uh, he said, look, pre-season starts tomorrow morning. Like, it was Sunday, it was tomorrow morning. I was like, oh, great. Uh, it obviously was fantastic, but I suppose I thought of going into pre-season after not really preparing for it was, was, was terrifying because I knew what it entailed. I wasn't going in fresh like I'd done a couple of pre-seasons. Uh, so, yeah, I rocked, uh, rocked up. The next the next morning it was quite it was quite easy to rock up. Cause I knew like, I knew loads of lads, um, and then it was possibly the most painful six weeks of my life that I put down those, those first six weeks. I, I hold the record for the slowest one k imaginable, I reckon, in professional rugby. I won't embarrass myself by saying what it is. But uh, did you have to give up the job then? I mean, did you have to like when I when the the year that I that I played the A game for for Munster against Connacht, I was kind of doing both. Um, I was working, I was in college, and they kind of let me. The work was sound enough that you know if I if I was getting to all the training sessions they were letting me off and stuff and then uh, when I started I would I quit the job then uh, I suppose with the immediate effect more or less yeah. because I had to go to preseason the following morning like yeah that must have been very obviously daunting with preseason but very exciting saying I'm going back to Munster yeah it, I didn't I, to be honest like, I I didn't expect it uh, at all like playing well with bows and it was, a, it was like Colin Colly Tucker and Gerald Prendergast and Donna Sullivan were coaching bowls that year and we had a good year like we nearly got promoted there was a few other lads as well going well and they kind of I suppose maybe on the back of that that's probably why I got to get back in So you didn't even realise that you were on the radar? Nah not the slightest like you know kind of I suppose my dad was living in hope he was oh you might and I was kind of going look dad like this isn't happening anymore like I'm just playing the game and whatever that's the way it is now and uh, yeah he'd probably always say I told you so from now on like for sure look so, you, know, you know dads yeah. <laughs> yeah. so how did it progress from there then so that was I was kind of I was, they were like short term contracts I kind of signed the, uh, like three month training contracts because yeah. I think uh, Sherry was was injured at Varls Varls and, and Sherry picked up injuries um, I suppose those injuries didn't really go away so I signed another three months and then kind of development contract and kind of just kept rolling like that I suppose it's an, it was unusual though because you would have had Varl, Sherry, Duncan, myself, and Niall Scannell all around, like, and and so there was, there was five hookers and 
that's kind of it's kind of kind of hard to give five people a game at times when everyone's around. I think I had that situation of two or three years ago as well. You must have really enjoyed your experience so playing with UL Bowes in the All Ireland League. Uh, yeah, that was we. It was a, it was a great it's great two years to be honest I loved I loved Bowes it was a great buzz in in, in the club and uh, those two years the, the the coaching and then the players kind of had a bit of which is unusual I suppose university teams come and go with players because like there's you know people come they go to four years and then they head back to wherever they came from but there was kind of a bit of consistency a lot of local fellas in the team and stuff like that and uh, there was a real kind of a real hope that this they could get up into Division One into One A sorry. And we we just we just missed out on it like but uh we had a great year, good crack. Jack O'Donoghue would have been playing then, was that would he? Yeah, yeah. Jack was uh, one of the young fellas in the team then around then, but he was he sure he shot up to the top once he got his chance. Like. And what did you say you were studying you were studying in UL was at the time? No, LIT, sorry, LIT, I was sorry. playing for UL, I was studying in LIT, uh, sports strength and conditioning. So I started that in Two thousand and fourteen. I finished it last year. So four years. Now. Okay, and how did you find it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. It was actually it was it was cool. Um it was it was actually nice to be able to I suppose my idea of, of college was probably tainted by what I when I tried biochemistry in UCC because that was an absolute disaster. Actually, what was going on? Like uh, I suppose myself and Kim Bohan, we were in a class in college together. and We wouldn't have been the greatest for going to college, really. <laughs> we were probably the best two people at FIFA that you'd ever met. <laughs> um, so yeah, but yeah, it was nice. I suppose I, that bit of a bit more mature going into it, like so I knew kind of what. It, what I had to do and knuckle down and, and, and just get it done. Uh, I had a few co like Antoine Mobian, who would have been my academy SNC in Connacht, was one of my lecturers, and there was a bit of familiarity in it as well. And a lot of the stuff from from here and from Connacht was what I was studying, so I kind of had a, a bit of a grip on it as it was like. Yeah, it must be interesting as a guy who's trained in it and was on all the courses, you know, working mm. with the lads here. Mm. Would you would you do you still have a keen interest in it? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, like that is like I said, it's. Um, I kind of knew the practicalities of it, but didn't know the reasoning behind it. A lot of the stuff that we do in here, so like the different speed work and the different programmings and stuff, I'd have experienced them, but I had no idea maybe why we were doing them. And I suppose college just gave me that bit of understanding. I just saw it as all pain when I was in here, no matter what we were doing, it was painful. But yeah. Um, and away from rugby, what other interests would you have? Away from rugby, I suppose, I, mean, I do a bit of surfing. Uh, not very good at it, but uh, I enjoy it. Uh, getting into the water a bit. Doing a master's now. And, uh, master's in applied sports science, yeah. Doing it in distance learning from the University of Staffordshire, so I'm almost out the gap. I was, well, not almost, I have a thesis to do, which is I'm seeing as a small thing at the moment because of all the cor- coursework done, but it's probably going to be the hardest part. Like. Is it tough juggling that with your life as a professional player? Uh, no, I, th- I actually, there is times, yeah, there's times that, it, that, it, that it's tough, I suppose, when, when stuff comes to a head with college, you know, submitting different things and it might, it might coincide with a big week, but kind of just got to preempt the the submitting of these things and maybe try and get them done a week earlier so that it's not not crossing over. And then you don't want to be asking for extensions and get into all that messy stuff like. But uh, no, it's 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 fine. Like I enjoy it. It keeps me. I suppose when you hit sometimes hit injuries or lows in rugby, it's good to have something else that can maybe pick you back up. You know, just because you might do well in an assignment or do well in something, and it might just give you that bit of. Uh, Bit of positive reinforcement in your life. Um, and I was looking at your your uh, appearances last season. So you made your Champions Cup debut against Racing, mm. and it was also your first appearance of the season. Obviously, a, a huge game at home. Mm. What was that like? Kind of coming in cold almost. Uh, I didn't know that it was my first uh, appearance this season. <laughs> yeah, come back. Uh, but you always thought you'd been playing Munster. Yeah. In the Cup, but yeah. Senior. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose 
taking a side that was coming in cold to play in to play in Tone Park against Rasting with a team that has I suppose so many names and like what like what they have is it was a great experience and it wasn't exactly a game that we ran away with either so uh, it was good to come on in, in, in a game in that situation and, and be able to contribute to a, to a big win and people speak about uh, you know Tone Park on big days like that and kind of the crowd kind of feeding off the crowd a bit do, do you find that yourself? A little bit maybe in the warm up and, and, and stuff like that you kind of you feel the energy building kind of when you, when you go out especially because you go to start the warm up there mightn't be that many people there it might be like half full but when you come back out after the warm up and it just it hits you like a wall like you can just feel the energy inside the place and, and it's it's incredible it's, it's, in, it's indescribable and it's just it's electric like it's unbelievable and you had a pretty big moment then, uh, your first European start over in Welford Road, mm. beating Leicester Tigers. Mm. That must have been class. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Like I said, it was Welford Road has has its own history and and its own um, its own reputation, similar to Thomond Park. I won't say the same, but similar. And uh, again, you're kind of there's just the atmosphere and then I suppose the excitement coming out onto the pitch over there was just. Ah, it was it was great. I was I was absolutely delighted, and and, and to get the win on top of it was just it was a great day. It's unbelievable. Would you be a player who'd get nervous before a big occasion, or would you kind of just take it all in your stride? I used to get incredibly nervous, like when I was younger, and I think maybe the time away from rugby gave me a little bit of perspective, and that it's just uh, it's just games. Some of these games are bigger than others, but it's still eighty minutes, fifteen on fifteen, no matter what way you look at it. Like so. Uh, no, now I just I get really excited, like unbearably excited. Like all I want to do is I just wish there was no warm up. I wish you could just get off the bus and go out and play the game because I just see all these things as distractions. I just want to go out and play. Like so, yeah. The, especially I suppose my away start to, in Europe with with Leicester, that was kind of a prolonged because you got the travelling and you're waiting in hotels and you're waiting to play the games. It was an, an evening game if I remember. And I'm just sitting there going, Jesus, will this start? Like, I don't want to be waiting around any longer. Like, so to get out there and play, I just wanted to get stuck in. And having kind of been in the system for such a long time before the HPC was here, mm. what difference does it make having the, the base here where everyone is kind of just in the one building? It's mad to think that it used to be the way it was. We're sitting in Cork, 15 or 16, 17, 18 of us, and there's another 20 players sitting up here in Limerick, and half the team that played at the weekend is there, and half the team that played the weekend is up here and it's so effortless for us now to come in and review and preview and chat and look at computers and I don't even know how it was done before to be honest to think um, to think like what Munster achieved what they achieved the way it was the old way like the as with this in place now it can only go it only get bigger and bigger Thanks for downloading this official Munster Rugby podcast for more go to MunsterRugby.ie or subscribe to Monster Rugby on SoundCloud or iTunes.